T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The score! This hour is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Call one eight seven seven cars with a K, the numeral four kids. Kevin Fishbane, Bears beat writer for The Athletic. If this team's a contender in 2024, what kind of head coach is Matt Eberflus then? And is he the right head coach for that group? He might be. We'll learn more about him as the talent grows. Kevin Fishbane talking Bears. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. I love your name. It's a great name. Yeah, great name. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Kevin Fishbane has returned safely from the Senior Bowl. He is back Home, he is with us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And you should always check out Twitch. There he is on twitch.tv slash Chicago 670. The Score. All right. First blush, first thoughts. Somebody says, how was the Senior Bowl? What'd you see? What'd you think? What do you say? The talent, Dan, was not at the level that it's been in other years. I think, unfortunately, we're seeing more and more guys opt out of the senior bowl or, you know, Hendon Hooker was there just for interviews. He had an obvious reason for not playing in torn ACL, but you know, we usually not going to get top 10 picks there anyways. And we look at the bears perspective, the bears lens, I'm already going into it thinking I'm looking at second, third, fourth round picks. And, and when you see a bears team with so many needs and that could, you know, they could find guys in the third and fourth round who, if they evaluate correctly could be long-term starters i mean this is such a huge part of the process for them so first blush i think if you looked at some of the positions in need interior defensive line offensive line there was a, there was some depth there um in mobile so i i would imagine that ryan poles uh ian cunningham matt Eberfuss walked away with that and then the other thing too is the luke getsy factor i don't think should be overlooked i mean he was Right there, coaching the team, you know, got to know a lot of players. So anybody on his side of the ball, he's going to have a little bit more information about those guys. How did he handle that? Because he's being asked to do a lot. First of all, it's not a full staff of Bears coaches that he's working with. So he's got to wrangle the rest of that staff. He's got to be the head coach, but he's also kind of being a scout. 
So how did he say he's juggling that? Yeah, Lawrence, it's interesting because it is tough because, you know, one of the things he mentioned to us is, you know, if he's running an offensive practice at Hallis Hall, he's working with Bears IT. He's got all his normal computer stuff. Like, he knows what he's doing. Like, everything is in the same format. They all know what they're doing. This is totally different, right? A lot of some of the stuff's out of his hands, and then he's working with coaches from different teams. He did like the element of coaching with other guys because he can learn stuff from all of them as opposed, you know, Dave Borgonzi was there, the Bears linebackers coach. You know, not that he can't learn anything from Borgonzi, but maybe if he's in the offensive line room with the Packers assistant offensive line room, he's hearing things that he didn't hear in the Bears offensive line room this year. Just just new stuff. But you brought up a good point about kind of doing two jobs at once. He told us, he goes, there were times he said I had to step back and put my evaluator cap on and do a little scouting while I was out here too, in addition to doing all the coaching stuff as well. So it was a lot of stuff. I, I tell you what, we kind of it was kind of fun getting to know him a little bit better because our only, you know, we get him once a week. And I thought from a media standpoint, he was really helpful. Um, and seeing him out there, I mean, the, the guy just was having fun. I mean, he was having a blast coaching. And you could really tell that he was appreciating what it meant for him in his career, what it meant for the Bears. But also, he wanted he wanted to kind of the players to reflect him. These players, guys, are so wound tight at this thing. And they're so nervous about everything. It is a job audition for them. And I think Getsy really wanted to do his best to say, hey, take after your head coach and have a little fun out here as well. What do you think of, of the, the NFL and, and the, 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 the Senior Bowl offering this as a showcase for younger coaches? I think it's great. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity on the national team. Uh, Carlos Polk, who is the Bears assistant special teams coach, he was the special teams coordinator. And here's someone who's been an assistant special teams coach for 12 years in the NFL. Uh, so he was telling me the other day, you know, for him to get a chance to learn how to organize a practice and, and, and see how that worked. I mean, that's just beneficial for him. And, and you'd like to think that some of these guys, most of them are assistant position coaches, um, when they get an opportunity for a promotion, they can point to the senior bowl experience and say, hey, this is something on my resume. Uh, you asked me how I'd run a practice. I actually did it here with all these prospects, with all these challenges um, when you have all these college players and coaches from different teams. Um, so what I believe what the NFL is doing, guys, is they're going to rotate this each year. So next year, the senior bowl is going to have two full coaching staffs. And the Shrine game is going to be the coach up um, element of it where you'll have uh, kind of a mixture uh, of different coaches and they'll kind of alternate as the NFL is trying to make the Shrine game a little bit more of a, of a bigger, uh, put it more on a bigger platform than it's been at in recent years. What do you like watching most? Put me down by the trenches, Dan. I'm a football guy. I just, I, I, I've always loved watching the O-line, D-line, one-on-one pass drills. It, it, it was... It's funny. Eric at home said the opposite. <laughs> he it's likes the co- quarterbacks, really, receivers. Really interesting. He just he doesn't he doesn't find it all that interesting. Some of the nuances of the big guys smashing into each other. He wants to see the guys flip their hips and run. Well, Eric and I have never gotten along in the thirteen years <laughs> I've known him. So no, it's because you know, he's so tall. It is. It is. It's really hard to have a conversation with him. Um, for me, I mean, obviously there was a little bit of an extra benefit this year because of the Bears. I mean, not obviously the Bears need wide receivers and corners, but I just wanted. To, I kind of went into practice. With the, I said, I want to focus on these positions. And I just, what I do, guys, is I always watch the coaches after a rep. Because I don't know if you know this about me. I actually did not play line 
in, uh, outside of seven-on-seven seven flag football. So I really, I mean, I've watched the game enough. I've learned enough. I've talked to enough people where I think I have a good sense of this stuff. But I love watching the coaches to see how they react to certain reps. And what was fascinating to me about the American team, which was Getze's team, the Green Bay Packers assistant offensive line coach, he talked to these guys after every single rep. He had something to say. Sometimes it looked like a, an offensive lineman totally won his rep, pancakes a defensive lineman. His buddies are all giving him some, you know, some love. And the coach pulled him aside. And the the, the drill kind of would get delayed because the coach had so much to talk to him about. And I remember I asked Getsy about that, you know, just just that transition that we've talked about really for probably a decade now. When you think of that offensive line to the NFL coming from the college spread offenses, and he said the speed here is really important to see how they adjust to the speed of the defensive linemen. And he says it's even another quantum leap to once they get into training camp. So, yeah, I like the trenches stuff. I do love watching wide receiver cornerback shows. I just always worry with that stuff that the cornerbacks are at such a disadvantage. Um, and so, for me, I struggle a little bit with getting the nuances of secondary drills. But, you guys, I have a great plan now. Next year, Mobile, me and at home are going to sit together We'll do the we'll do the secondary drills together. Then we'll go down to the trenches. All right, I like that. I, I with Getzy there, obviously, you guys are going to talk Bears with him and specifically Justin Fields. What did he say that you thought was interesting? Well, you know, for me, I think, and again, I understand an intangible can go a lot of different ways, but he talked a lot about the leadership. And it's something he mentioned briefly at the end of the season that he started to see Fields really getting more comfortable in that role as the season went along. And that was something that really impressed him of just, you know, kind of taking ownership of everything. Uh, And then when he stepped back and went back and kind of looked at the way Fields progressed, obviously there's some important things on the field, but off the field, that was something Getsy pointed out. And I think, too, you know, some of the conversations I was having with NFL, you know, sources, whether it's agents or scouts, you know, a lot of I was I was asking people a lot about the Bears and Justin Fields and whatnot, and I, and the Jalen Hurts comparison is interesting to me because I think what a lot of people talk about. Obviously, Hurts is an incredible athlete. He's shown this year he's got a great arm. He's been phenomenal from the pocket, but you hear so much about how he's wired, and I kind of wonder if Fields is wired similarly, um, mm. and and if that's the type of thing that can help Justin Fields as he goes forward if this team can get to be a contender, if he gets more weapons around him, if he just has his natural improvement, if he's never going to be a phenomenal read-the-defense passer, but maybe he just has that little extra edge. And again, I'm always careful with intangibles because great players are great players, right? Whether you have the best attitude or the worst attitude. But I think you've heard it so much with Jalen Hurts uh, there's something about him, and if you look at the way his accuracy improved from year two to what he's done this year, where he was an MVP candidate, um, and, and so much of that just goes to the way that he is built. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to continue, and this will continue at the Combine, right? We're going to have another set of a week of conversations with people around the league, continue to learn more about what people think of Fields and if he can be wired in a way that can be like Jalen Hurts, where he can really use it to his advantage. You see the reports of T. Higgins potentially being available depending on his contract demands and what they might want to pay him. That, If you start looking at the kind of guy who can immediately energize your, your passing game, that's the level we're talking about. It is, Dan. I believe that was my colleague Paul Daner had, had a story up where he was breaking down kind of all the, the Bengals players who are up for extensions or, or could be cap casualties. 
And Higgins is a is a name I know Bears fans have brought up a lot, and he kind of fits that mold, right? You look at his age, you look at his talent, um, you look at the Bengals situation with their cap space, what they already have at receiver, because um, that's that's kind of what Ryan Poles needs, right? He needs a situation where a team knows it's not going to pay a player what he's going to want, um, and they just want to get out ahead of it, make sure they get a draft pick for him. Um, and move him to a team that that needs a guy, a guy like that. I mean, that's Higgins is probably he's probably number one in that category. I don't know a lot about the Brandon Ayuk situation in San Francisco. Again, kind of looking at receivers from that draft. Um, that's what you're looking at, right? Because we've talked about this before, guys. I always wonder if Ryan Poles had in his mind that one of Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, that one of those guys would be available for, via trade this spring, and then all three of them got those big contract extensions um, last summer. So that 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 kind of all that kind of led to the Claypool trade, and now T. Higgins is going to be. I mean, you look back to that touchdown he had uh, last week too, and you look at what the Bears could use. Just somebody that you know. I think they they hope some of that stuff's coming going to come from Claypool eventually. But yeah, they need another dynamic receiver. Well, really, they need a dynamic receiver. And, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure they'll be paying close attention to what's going on with Higgins. I know Ryan Poles was down there. Did he speak at all? He did not. Uh, there was no media availability there okay. for Poles. Again, we got to talk, talk to Getsy several times and, and the coaches. Um, but uh, Poles was just there. He, he said hello to us. It was polite. And uh, um, he was obviously busy. We'll, we'll get him at the combine. Matt Eberflus was also down there. I, I, one note about Eberflus, which I kind of, you know, um, for the for the – big football people who listen he's on the field for the drills and not all coaches you know a lot of coaches are up in the stands and some coaches are not really into this whole evaluation process he's one of those guys that does like you know i'm sure you guys have listened to enough to not be surprised by this he likes being on the grass right the coaching phrase and and getting to see these guys up close so we did see him down on the field a lot with with poles and ian cunningham throughout the week kevin fishbane thanks so much man appreciate it thanks guys that's your fish Friday. We got some major breaking NBA news. That what is, the hell, it man? Is, it is, it's hilarious. I'm sorry. There's no, there's, you, you have to laugh. Breaking news on the score is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. According to Woj and Shams, and Shams now, Ky- Kyrie Irving has requested a trait. Aren't they like, 17 and 2 or something without Kevin Durant? What What is what is wrong with him? There's a lot and he, here's been my thing the whole time. Kevin Durant attached himself to this dude. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And I wonder if Kevin Durant in honest moment would be like that might have been the biggest mistake. I got a little problem of my career. <laughs> yeah was attaching myself to basketball Kanye. I, like, <laughs> what? what? Like, what? You went through After ev- all everything, this. Everything you went through, not just the whole, the, the anti-Semitism stuff and the refusing to apologize and then the finally under duress apologizing for that, all of the vaccination thing, we're not going to play him, and then they play him. I mean, just... Who's gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this guy to my team? They're five and a half games out of the one seed. Right now, they're hosting a series to start the playoffs. They're eleven games above five hundred. 
and they've been playing well without Kevin Durant. This basketball writer Ben Detrick says there's some logic to the trade re- request. Why play out the string for a franchise that doesn't want you? But it's so unnecessarily messy when he can just bounce after the season. Right. You talk about a guy that that well, he might be walking around with Sage trying to get a get the bad spirits out of a court. He just brings on all of the bad. I I imagine that LeBron would be like, yes, I'll take him. And let's let's run it back and see if we can relive some of the Cleveland days. And I know that he's averaging what 27 points a game or whatever it is. But you start talking about a guy that you just don't want. Like all like this whole thing has been an absolute disaster for the Brooklyn Nets. Brian Geltziler weighs in. Geltzi says if he plays well and plays hard, someone will pay him. If he punishes the Nets for not trading him, he won't get a long-term deal. For a guy as talented as he is, he's actually found a way to make his ongoing pattern of distractions not worth it. Yeah, I just, no, I'm not interested. No, thank you. And couldn't you, I mean, I don't know how this got out, and it's it's possible that this got out from the team side and not the player or the agent side. This feels like a be quiet and you might get what you want versus being loud and not getting what you want. And maybe I'm totally misreading this. It's very possible that I am. Woj says there were some talks on a new deal, but no deal was reached, and a trade request was delivered to the organization today. Ugh. Irving can leave the franchise this summer as a free agent. It's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's just always something. People who are trying to get DeMar out of here for Kyrie, you don't want Kyrie? You don't want? Do you want Kyrie near Patrick Williams or Kobe White? I don't want him near my team. I don't want him near the I team don't. that I root for. I, I, but I mean specifically, I don't want him near the young players that you're hoping. I, I, I'm not even that. I don't want him on my team at all. Also, if Kyrie's here, do you know how easily like, Zach's just going to fall into a puddle? <laughs> if they did that, I mean, come on. Well, I would I would certainly have questions for for a Jewish owner. Come on. All right. There's the breaking news. Do with it what you will. Um, Dan, I ran across something this morning, White Sox wise. I was sitting there this morning reading our buddy James Fegan. He did a White Sox survey. And so I did the whole survey, and I don't know if we're gonna have time to go through all of it. There was one question in the survey that stopped me dead in my tracks. I want to share it with Dan. I want to share it with you. And I'm looking forward to your feedback on this question. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That's next here on The Score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Gotta bring us back to the White Sox, huh? That wasn't my plan, Dan. Gotta bring us back to the side. By the way, if you're if you're on Twitter, check out our guy uh, Bill on Capitol Hill wrote just a scathing and wonderful essay about the issues with the White Sox and Clevenger and what it all means. Really good stuff. Well, you know, like I'm sitting in my office and usually about, I'd say about 7.30 or so, I'd I'd sit in my office and I go, all right, what are some of the things we're going to get into? And I have notes that I've been writing and I usually check, like I usually will read the Sun-Times and the Tribune. If, if something good's in the Herald, I'll check that out. The Athletic is probably the first place I go every morning just to see what's happening. I like their front page and how it's laid out so you can find out what's going on around the country with some of the writers. And then I check in with, with Fegan and, and Sahadev and see what they're up to, see what they're writing about in the offseason. Well, Fegan... I looked and I see there's a Chris Getz story, and I was like, well, I'm just going to go right past that. And then I see that he had put a survey together. So I'm doing the survey, and the survey has questions like, what are your expectations for this season? And it gives options. And I'll go back to some of these questions, but there was one question where I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a minute, this is, this is really something that's striking. And I was surprised at what it said about me and, and what it said on how it was able to stop me in my tracks. Well, that that is a, a, a well-conceived question then. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was staring at it for like five minutes and staring at some of the, the options for this question. So I want you to, to think about this as a White Sox fan. Where does the White Sox biggest advantage lie? Where does uh, oh, advantage on the field against there? I'll because I got to go through the survey again to get back to that question. So I'm 
like going through the selection right now. Does the White Sox biggest advantage lie? I, I and I was staring at this thing, and it was like front office ownership, um, history. I'll I'll say the the first thing that pops to mind is when you look at the Cuban World Baseball Classic team. International is actually and, one and of the I, choices. I, I think their biggest advantage is in the historic relationship that they have forged with Cuban baseball culture. Because of Mini? Starting with Mini. And then and, and continuing with Mini for a long time and then continuing into this most recent through Abreu into a, the recent generation of players. Mike, if I wasn't giving you a list of answers, because I can't for some reason I can't get back to it. Um, I came up with that without a list, but it's on the list. Actually. I see it. I have the list. Okay. If you All want right. To what's, the, what's the list of answers for this question? The question is where does the White Sox biggest organizational advantage lie? Current major league roster core, ownership group, farm system, front office, player development, Chicago market, prestige, ballpark. Domestic scouting, pro and amateur, international scouting, Cuban connection. There. So Cuban connection is... Is international scouting, Cuban connection one thing? Yeah, one thing. Yes. I'm with Dan. I agree. Okay. That, that's, the only, that's one of the few things that the White Sox do of which I'm proud. That's my point. Like, that was... I'm sitting there going, wow, there are a lot of choices that I don't feel comfortable making. And instead of it being, I'm having a hard time choosing between this strength and this strength, it was what on this list can actually be an, a strength of the White Sox. That's where, where my mind was. I'm sitting there at my desk and I'm like, you know, there's other stuff I got to get done before I get in the car and head down here. And I'm just staring at this thing. I'm staring at this list of questions. And 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 answers and and I'm like wow I I think that of the the choices that were available you made the right choice but even with that I'm still like that that shouldn't be no. your biggest organizational strength your biggest advantage over your your counterparts it should be a lot of it you want to run through some more of these questions. Yeah, if they're as interesting as that one, that because that that was phrased in a in a very, you're really, you really you you got to put some thought into that one. What are your expectations for this season? This is James James Fegan's survey on the Athletic. Here are the choices: World Series or else, winning a playoff series, the best since 2005, in the race until the end, cracking the playoffs but not breaking new ground, more mediocrity, selling at the deadline. My expectations or where where I believe... What are your expectations for this season? My expectations for this season, making the playoffs but not breaking new ground. Okay. Here's the second question. What is your opinion of general manager Rick Hahn's job performance? I don't know. Hold on. He's doing great. I'm satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I want change. Incomplete. I don't know for what he's responsible. I don't know who runs the White Sox. I don't know who's in charge. So that was, I can't answer that. That was kind of how I felt. So I went with I'm not satisfied. Mike Rankin. Ugh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm gonna put you down. The I'm they've, not satisfied. They've made it impossible category. to answer. 
We don't we don't know what he does and what he doesn't do. Great. So it's, here's the next question. I know question. he didn't hire Tony LaRussa. The next question is how do you view Rick Hans and the front offices work during their quote unquote contention window, which Feagan has as 2020 to present, compared to their work during the rebuild? Here are your options. He is better at shaping a contender than rebuilding. He's the same guy. It has been consistently good throughout. He is worse at shaping a contender than he was at rebuilding. He's the same guy who has struggled in both stages. Again, if if we're talking about what Jerry Reinsdorf did unilaterally, single-handedly, to hire Tony LaRussa, that affects everything else anyone has done. It also has to do with budget. Mm-hmm. Like if Rick Hunt said, hey, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to go get a second baseman and a right fielder and a fifth starter and add to the bullpen. So it's hard It's hard for me to, to be fair in grading if he's just not able to do his job because of, of self-imposed financial constraints. This was the easiest question for me to answer in the entire athletic James Feagan White Sox survey. What do you think of the Pedro Grifol hire? I'm optimistic he's the right choice. I'm cautiously optimistic giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm skeptical he's the right choice. I was hoping for someone or something else and remain disappointed. Cautiously optimistic giving him the benefit of the doubt. I actually went to the top. I'm optimistic about Pedro Grifol. Next question. How much impact are you expecting from Grifol and his coaching staff? Here are your choices. Getting a talented group back on track to being an AL contender. They can help, but it's largely on the players to improve. Negligible impact on a team that already was expected to compete for a division. Below average performance with some first-time manager growing pains. Disaster as the team bottoms out. I think probably the second one. They can help but it's largely on the players to improve. Yes. Mike Rankin, that's where you're at. Um, I'm sorry, I missed that one. So we're talking about Pedro Grifol? Yeah. And what he's getting out how, of the... How much impact, impact are you expecting from Grifol and his coaching staff? Well, I'm thinking it's on the players. They got to perform. Okay, fair enough. Here's one. What is your opinion of team chairman Jerry Reinsdorf? Your choices. He's doing great. I'm satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I want change. I went with I'm not satisfied. Yeah. That felt like the right answer on this. Well, some how much of these uh, I don't know, the, the the Clevenger thing is weighing on my opinions of a lot of it. It's such a cloud. It's such a it's such a dark cloud over the organization right now mm-hmm. that, that a lot of what's going on with that and what they're not saying about it and what they're still kind of obfuscating is really bothering me. Mike, that's as far as I can go on my phone, as, as far as I can scroll down. What's the next question? What is the primary way you assess Reinsdorf, Reinsdorf's performance? Budget, which includes free agency, contract extensions, draft, international spending, Culture, public representation, employee behavior, honoring team history, or fan experience, ballpark, broadcast, fan events, Sox Fest, outreach. I went immediately to budget. I would say the the first, then the second, then the third would be my priority, my, my order of priority. Budget, culture, then fan experience? Mm-hmm. 
So then following that, which of those areas needs the most improvement? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> budget, culture, fan experience. <laughs> the budget. Actually, from what we've what I know about the total organization and the level of happiness and unhappiness, I'd say culture. I'd say one would affect after, me after the Larusa thing. It's, yeah, one would affect me as a fan more. So I'm looking at this on a lot of levels. Like obviously, budget. If it's, hey, go get go get the good players and spend money and 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 win more games and shore up what you need. Sure, but on a kind of a personal level, just knowing how some people feel coming to work every day, you know, pulled in different directions, not necessarily appreciated, nickel and dimed here and there. That I, I would I would say culture. What else we got, Mike? Give a letter grade to the White Sox offseason. I gave them a D. Fegan, of course, gave them an F. Yeah, I, I think I think below average. I think the the Grafol hire and the Benatendi signing keeps it from makes, a, being it, a failure. It means it's not a failure, but I would say it's below average. D. Mike Rankin, would you like to give your? No, answer? I agree. It's, it's a D, and I give that grade because well, they failed in addressing starting pitching depth and. When you look at the organizational structure right now, there's not a lot of it in AAA, um, and they got Benatendi, so it kind of that's that's what they needed to do. They had to get that one signing. The following question: Since Andrew Benatendi is the only major addition you can pencil into the opening day roster at this point, how do you grade his signing? I graded it as a B. I I, I think that he's a, a a solid professional baseball player. They're going to put him in left field. And he's going to do what he does, which is get on base, which yeah. I'm totally fine. He'll catch the ball. He probably can't throw the ball. Yeah, but- I'd, I'd say B minus, maybe a C plus, just because it's it's a solid average kind of signing teams make. It, it shouldn't be your capstone, m- most big splash signing, but it ended up being that. So then you have a couple questions. It's favorite current White Sox, favorite player ever, but I think these are pretty interesting after that. Which of these young White Sox players will have the best career? And they include Michael Kopech, Andrew Vaughn, Dylan Cease, Garrett Crochet, Gavin Sheets, Luis Robert, or other. I said Cease because he's already a Cy Young candidate yeah, I finalist. Think, I think so Cease or Robert. It's hard to catch him, it, even if he just kind of you know, it, it, it's a guy that's going to probably be around for a long time. And if he's figured some stuff out, what about you, Mike Rankin? Andrew Vaughn. I think he's going to be a mainstay, middle of the lineup, consistent, steady bat. If the White Sox you know, treat him well, <laughs> get him in the right position, put players around him that'll help him succeed, let him be himself. I think that's an elite bat. I paused on the favorite player of all time, Ivan Calderon. He wasn't on the list. He's on my I, list. I know that he's it's a bad he's, list. He's the only list that you, the only person on your list. The 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 objectively correct answer is Ivan Calderon. Okay. I went with Paul Konerko, strangely enough, because I'm like Frank Thomas, Paul Konerko, and Mark Burley were the, yeah. you know, I'm like, ah, which one? And I was like, Paul Konerko. Although with every day that goes by, Ozzy's move, Ozzy moves up the list. Ozzy's my favorite White Sox, like period, because he's a little bit of everything, right? Player, manager, broadcaster. Yeah. He's my favorite White Sox, but... As far as the player goes, I went with Konerko. All right, so go and be a part of James Fegan's survey on The Athletic if you're a White Sox fan. He he deserves the feedback. He does a great job on it. If you follow him, he's tweeted about it. It's there. 
on the athletic if you have a subscription and let's see what the the mass what what the results are of this survey because I think it's open until Sunday. I think that's right. It's open until Sunday. So White Sox fans, go to the athletic and vote on Fegan's survey, and let's see where we're all at on this. When we come back, a little bit of breaking news. We have uh, some conflict over some meetings that were held apparently between CBS and Tony Romo, a very high... After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Ranking sports media columnist says they were one thing, CBS says they're another. Full details next on the score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. This was a narrative out of CBS when, when Romo was getting all the publicity. Um, and then you heard from Nance's side and you know people at CBS that Nance was the one creating Romo. And so the issue now is why isn't Nance helping Romo get to this next level all that said tony romo needs to uh study more he needs to be better prepared because as you move away from the sidelines and not studying tape you need to do more work and i know cbs is aware of this they tried an intervention last off season um you know in china and they, they knew they anticipated this so that's a credit to them people in charge there but it has not gotten better and it's a problem Andrew Marchand from the Marchand and Orend Sports Media Podcast. And you heard him say it, but what is being said by CBS is that that's not necessarily the case, that this was some kind of intervention. But hes I'm not disagreeing with anything that Andrew Marchand is, is saying about it being that, that he does have to do more work and that it does get more difficult. I think there's there's absolutely no doubt that that's the case. Mm-hmm. But they call it a mischaracterization when they an official CBS spokesperson was reached. She added, she said, to call this an intervention is a complete mischaracterization. We meet regularly with our on-air talent. That's CBS Sports spokeswoman Jen Sabatell. So that was it. A simple statement saying it's a mischaracterization. I'm not sure I believe her. I'm not sure I believe her either. He said there was an intervention late Thursday, separate visits from CBS Sports Chairman Sean McManus and CBS's lead NFL game producer Jim Rickoff to Romo's home. The meetings included tape review, dinner, and discussions around the broadcast. I mean, I think that's a good way to do it, too. Like, it's not, hey, Tony, come to the office. You it's, know, it's, it's coaching. It's all right. Like trying to make your talent better. Yeah. That it is kind of interesting what Marshan said about 
Nance, though. And you, you wonder, like, is this? Go ahead. Go ahead, Jimmy. You sh- you go shoot. You got all the big money, Jimmy Butler. Go right ahead. Go like, ahead and take your shots. Like the end of that, that Bulls playoff series with the Cavs. You shoot it. I don't want to shoot it. You're the guy who wants to shoot no, it. No, you're the guy. You're the guy. You make it 17 mil a year. Go ahead and shoot. Do your thing. Almost say the N-word on the air. Do all of it. I still haven't heard that. You haven't? No. I don't think that that's what was happening. I just think that we had some fun with it. What, have you gone berserk? Can't you see this man is a... Yeah. I don't think... I just think he was looking for a word, and it wasn't that word. Okay. And then he stopped, And but it seems like because of where he stopped... I got That you. he was saying that word. I, I wouldn't think it would be that top of mind I, for him. I would not think that's the case either. But if they're telling him... Look, given a choice between going to the driving range again and maybe making some phone calls and, and watching some some film, maybe less driving range, a little more, a little more film. Maybe less seniors tour talk and more you using your position as Tony bleeping Romo to give us the stuff that we need. Crunch that tape like your quarterback. Transition coming up next with Parkins and Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 